Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. This is a 30-minute salutations practice taped live in our 8 a.m. class. Salutations is an awakening practice. Helps you get your body moving and your mind moving into your body down out of the hamster wheel between the ears. So we breathe and we move and get your exercise as well as your meditation. We take time to rest at the end. Mostly it's a moving practice. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. This is a 30-minute salutations practice taped live in our 8 a.m. This morning for salutations, we're starting in down dog, which I like to call four on the floor, which in music is a steady, comforting beat. It's one that most of us can dance to or sway to. You've got your four on the floor, hands and feet, and let your breath start to create another steadying rhythm. So you've got anchoring down through your hands and feet. You've got the movement of your breath. And those two things are coming together always in this practice. That you're, you're grounded, you're stable, you're here in your body, getting strong, you're pressing the floor down and away through your hands, pressing the floor down and out with your feet. And you're also breathing. Being a really calm, steady flow of breath. Then let that breath begin to move you forward into a high plank and back into a down dog. Bend your knees, slide your hips way back. Moving forward and back, your breath pace. Let your gaze trace along with your movement so that as you Rock out into the high plank. The gaze traces up your mat. It makes it to a spot right in front of your mat where your neck is in line. And then you can just let it draw back slowly. Once your hips are all the way up, your gaze is set at the point between your feet. And one more time, just watching your movement out across the mat. When your spine is parallel to the floor, your gaze is at the floor in front of you. And then you just slowly press it back and pause. We'll walk hands back to feet. And as you do, walk your feet wide at the back of your mat. And slide your arms up your legs until your forearms rest above your knees. And then inhale, sit your hips back, lift your chest up. And bow forward, chest to thighs, let your head go. Sit your hips back, lift your chest up. And bow forward. 
let your head go. Two more. One more. Sit your weight back. Dig your heels in. Feel steady there. And release. Hands to your mat. We're going to walk out into a high plank. And you may want to place your knees down for this one. That's always a good option to just take a little weight out. Right. And we're going to lower halfway down. Doesn't have to go all the way half down, but it's not any further. Press back up to high plank and then slide back to down dog. Inhale forward to a high plank, knees up or down. Rock forward on your toes, squeeze your legs, press the floor with your hands, lower halfway or almost halfway down, leg squeeze. Press into your hands and press back to down dog. So the leg squeeze is probably the most counterintuitive part of a plank. Also one of the most important parts. Forward into your high plank, rock forward on the toes. You can put the knees down now if you like. Squeeze your thigh muscle up toward the bone. Squeeze your glute muscles to hug your hamstrings. Press back up and back to down dog. And that is quite enough of that this morning. Have a breath in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward. Ragdoll. Any variation you like here, let your head drop. So, One of the reasons that we, every once in a while, work on that push-up, the ability to get ourselves out of Chaturanga, right, is that if you're practicing a pose, in a way that you can't get out of it with strength and ease, you're too far in the pose. If you can get in and out of that pose with grace and ease and breath, then it's the right pose for you. Those push-ups are particularly indicative of that because sometimes we'll, we'll rush those because we're in a pose that's a little bit too much for our body to sustain. A good measure of is this the right pose for you is how well you can come out of it. So give yourself the opportunity in this practice to to be precise and organized in your movement. In order that you stay a little more calm. A little more certain of what you're doing and surround us. There's not so much calm and certainty. You can practice invoking those qualities in your own body. And release your hands to your mat. Bring your feet together. Press your feet down and bring your hands up through your center line. Your hands will trace from navel center, heart center, brow center, and then reach up overhead, spread your fingers wide. Then when you exhale, hands come together, your hips go back, hands down through brow center, heart center, navel center, and then you round your upper back and release your hands and head. Halfway lift, 
draw your abdominals in first, then draw your heart forward, and plant your hands. We'll step back, low push-up, rock a little forward on the toes, squeeze your legs as you lower, let the legs help you out, upward facing dog. Breathe out, press your hands down, keep looking a little forward, and then transition the gaze slowly back to your feet. We'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, start by drawing your abdominals in, stretching your rib cage long, and your gaze out in front of you on the floor. And we'll bow forward, breathe all the way out. Press your feet down, roll up to standing, bring your hands up your center line. You're going to watch him move from navel center to heart center to brow center and then expand. And then you'll see your hands come together, trace down through brow, heart, navel draws in. You release your hands, your upper back, your head. Breathe in, lift halfway, press your feet back, your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, look forward on the floor, squeeze your legs tightly as you lower. Breathe in, up dog, press down through hands and feet, draw your abdominal muscles in, hip points in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold down and forward. We'll take one more round. You go with your breath. Breath in and empty it out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold forward. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. with an exhale, hands to heart, draw your abdominals in, then it's chest to thighs, then let your upper back round and your head go. Inhale, halfway lift, that organization there is important. We're going to work it again from half lift, pull your abdominals in, chest to your thighs, then let your upper back release, then let your head go. Really organized. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana, it's the reverse. You stack up from your low back through your rib cage, through your heart and your arms. Then when we bow, hands to heart, 
abdominals in, chest comes to thighs. You release your upper back over your knees and your head. Half lift, draw your abdominals in, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, low push up, press the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog, press your hands down, your feet down. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward, plant your back foot, reach through again, your hands up through your center line, navel, heart, brow, overhead, spread your fingers. And they come back down through that center line, as you bow and place the hands, you step back, breath all the way out, you breathe in, and breathe out. Step your left foot forward, plant both feet, then squeeze your legs, draw your abdominals in, hands come up the center line, they remind you, lift your abdominals, lift your heart, lift your mind out through your fingertips, we bring it back down through mind, heart, navel, floor, low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Have a breath here. So often in the warriors, the legs are, are really, really important, and the, the spine is really important, and the arms, they're decoration, but it's not so much how they shape themselves as how they get there. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. And it's so we have a meditation on the whole body. Right? We're not just approximating these poses, but engaging from the soles of our feet to the tips of our fingers. Sit your hips back. Inhale. Bring your hands up your center line. As your heart lifts, you spread your fingers. And then hands back down through the center line, centering yourself as you bow. Fingertips on the floor or your shins. Halfway lift as abdominals in, chest forward. Gaze out at the floor in front of you. You plant your hands. You step back. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Step your right foot forward. Plant your feet, bring your hands up your center line, acknowledging navel center, heart center, brow center, and expanding outward, then drawing inward. Plant your hands, step back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Left foot forward, press down, and then the hands track back through the center line. So everything has a job to do in every single movement that we take. We won't always be perfect at it, but 
we always have something to go back to. That reference standard. Have a breath here. And having that kind of standard, that ritual, it gives our mind comfort. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. And we can also riff on that standard. So we were going hands up center line. Now we're going to go hands up the back. So when you take Ukatasana, you're going to bring your arms behind you. And this is indicative of clearing your kidneys and your liver and then just throwing that stuff out in front of you. And bow forward. At least that's what I've read and been told by teachers. You know, it can't be a bad idea to visualize getting out the the bile. <laughs> breathe in. And then low push up, breathe out. It can't hurt <laughs> to, to clear our kidneys. Breathe in, upward facing dog. I'm skeptical, but willing to give it a go, you know? We'll step to the right foot forward. Plant both feet. The hands come behind you. They come up your back as far as they will go. And then they throw that stuff out and away. We're going to open to warrior two. Breathe out. And then reverse warrior. In which this right arm becomes the sword of truth, it said. Use yours wisely. Cartwheel down. Low push up. Uh, mudras from the, the teachings of shadow yoga. Press your hands down. Pull back. And then you'll step your left foot forward. And again, we'll bring the hands up the back, clean out what's ever there, and throw it away. You open up to warrior two. And then you take left arm up and reach. And supposedly that sort of truth cuts through the BS. We could all use a few more of those. Press your feet down or cartwheel to your mat. Step back. Empty out. Breathe in upward facing dog. Take care of your neck here. Lengthen the back of your neck. And downward facing dog. Breathe out. Have breath here. And let it go. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. We'll take one more round like that. Take your arms behind you, whatever degree they can do. Up your back, and then... Out and clear. And down through heart center, bringing in only what it is you want to bring in. Emptying the rest. Breathe in, lift halfway, float your chest forward, light. Keep your gaze out in front of you. You step back. Breathe in, upward facing dog. You firm the front of your legs. Inner thighs roll up. 
Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Right foot forward. Back foot flat. You can bring arms up behind. And toss out any junk. Open up warrior two. Press your feet down. Lift your heart. Upper arm reaches long. And then press into your feet as you cartwheel down. Base stays steady as you make that transition. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Left foot forward. Plant. Come up. Open up two. Breathe in. Press into your feet. Cartwheel down. Well done. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Really good focus, really good leg work so far. Have an extra breath here. Feel your hands pressing down and forward. And your feet pressing down and out. You're gonna come down to hands and knees. Adjust so that you're comfortable with your wrists and your knees. Press your hands down. Press them down so much that you come into a, a little bit of a cat pose. Okay. And then stop the pressing and come into kind of a sunken cat pose. And then press your hands until you feel your upper back get broad. Okay. Neither rounded nor arched, but really strong. Um, I know that we don't make human pyramids anymore, or at least not for now. <laughs> But you're kind of imagining that you were the base of a human pyramid and, and people are going to climb on top of you. And hopefully one day we get back to making human pyramids and we'll make the Three Dog Yoga World's largest human pyramid. But right now, there's you being strong here, your hands pressing the floor, your back working a lot. Bring all that work over into your left hand. You're going to open your right hand, an arm overhead or out to the side. When you exhale, come down and through. Keep pressing into your left hand like you're holding up that human pyramid. It stays that strong. And then inhale, open back up again. As far as you go in the open twist, may go all the way, might not. Turn your chest rather than thinking about your arm. And getting thread through. So the arm's kind of leading this. But what we want to think about in the twist when you open up is stacking shoulder over shoulder and opening the chest. One more round down and through. Press into your standing hand. Open up. Pause. Press your standing hand into the mat and roll your upper wrist around. Whether it's up high or it's out to the side, just gonna roll that wrist. And then on an exhale, let it come down, take its place underneath your shoulder. Back to pressing your hands down. Get a little too much. Get that little bit of cat in your spine and feel what that is. Then sink into the joints and 
that feels just wrong after you've been practicing for a while. Press into your hands so that your upper back feels broad, flat, strong. Press into the right hand even more so that even if you take your left hand up, you can still keep this basic shape and stability. Then we'll take the twist open with your left, down and through to twist. Keep pressing into your right hand. Press into the tops of your feet, or you could tuck your toes and work your feet as also kind of the, the way you're grounding yourself to the mat. Inhale to reach. And exhale. You can take an inhale to open. We're going to pause here, press into your right hand, roll the wrist around, spread the fingers, get them ready for a day of whatever they're going to do, and come back down, replace the hand, feel strong in both hands. Now take those rounds of cat and cow, go really big, really deep with, with spinal mobility, so we're just working some spinal stability, and now mobility. And then you'll take your cat pose. As far up into the cat pose as you go, let your head drop, let your jaw soften, let your face soften, the mask slides away. And you'll shift your hips back toward child's pose. There may be a nice stretch for you somewhere in between here. Stay with it. And when you're ready, you'll sit back to child's pose. <laughs> and pause. And you can complete your practice with yourself here. You could take Shavasana. You could rise to seated for meditation. And take a moment to get comfortable. Close your eyes. Let your body Take on a seat of calm, of strength. And then as you're here, I have a reading for you. And I may be doing this reading for us all week, so you'll get used to it. It's from the author Albert Camus. He said, In the midst of hate, I found there was, within me, an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was, within me, an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was, within me, an invincible calm. I realized through it all that in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. And that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me, there's something stronger, something better pushing right back.
there is that something stronger within you, within me. And a lot of our days, it has to be ready to push back. We take this yoga practice to give it time and space where it doesn't need to push, where it can simply be. can be remembered as in put back into our bodies. We give it breath, we give it oxygen, we give it fuel for life and our body to move through. helps that we do it together. And draw our hands to heart center. You can stay where you are, come to seated if you prefer. And take thumbs to forehead center. to pause and acknowledge the light within ourselves and each other. This resiliency that we all have. And by acknowledging it, we deepen it. Thank you all so much for being here this morning. Namaste. Thank you for practicing with us. We were glad to have you here. If you'd like to join us on Zoom, check out our website, 3 We'd love to have you. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can go to our Patreon site. That's patreon.com slash 3 Every little bit helps, just like yoga. Have a great day. Thanks again for tuning in.